Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Daphne Jordan. Daphne, are you ready to do this? Boom. I'm ready, George. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. <laughs> Daphne is a CFP and a wealth advisor with Pioneer Wealth Management Group, a fee-only fiduciary firm where she focuses on individuals, families, and nonprofits. Excited to have you on, Daphne. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, I live in the greater Austin area, which is the capital of Texas and also known as the live music capital of the world. That's right. (laughs) You can find me usually on one of our many trails, enjoying our usually awesome weather. And my close friends all know that I make the best chocolate chip cookies. Okay, nice. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to my work, I have to kind of go back to when I was a child. Um, I had this adorable Mickey Mouse bank. And whenever I was saving for a toy, a book or whatever, that is where I would store my coins over time. And I didn't know then, but I was forming a habit um, that planted a seed in me over time. So now as an adult, as a fee-only financial planner, folks come to us with various financial goals. And the premise is always the same. Do I have enough? How do I get there? How do I do better? Where are my gaps? And um, I do what I do because I enjoy it. Uh, I enjoy breaking down that the complex financial language for clients and making it approachable and tangible for them. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. So much of financial planning can be very abstract, so it's important to try to make things tangible. On your uh, on your LinkedIn profile, you 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 have a quote by Van Gogh. It says, "I dream of painting, and then I paint my dreams." And I wanted to find out what it is that you liked about that. I love the visual of it. I mean, he's a famous artist, and I think this ties into what you do. What we do as financial planners, it's important to figure out what your goal is first. Um, there's a famous saying that also says that a goal without a plan is just a wish. So if you know where you're headed, then a financial planner can help you get there or tell you how far you're away from it, etc. Yeah, I think that's that's a great way to look at it. I also, I wonder if in today's world where we have so much information that we have a tendency to drill down on these individual pieces so much and then we sort of can't see the forest through the trees, right? So it is so important mm-hmm. to look at the big picture first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it's good to look at the big picture and then you know how to break it down into the smaller pieces to get to the big picture. So it all works together in tandem. And you also have a, a, a mathematics background. And whenever I see that somebody studied mathematics at a high level, it, it makes me like makes me start to sweat a little bit because I am Although I've been in finance for a long time, I'm, I, I don't fancy myself a numbers guy necessarily. But how does how how do you feel that 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 plays into helping people with the overall financial situation? I think it helps a great deal. Uh, sometimes people, when they see or hear that about me, they think, "Oh, she's a human calculator," but that's really not the thing. Uh, math taught me how to problem solve and how to think logically. 
So I in turn can help clients problem solve things strategically uh, for those who like proof, pros and cons of what would happen if you did choice A, choice B. I can help them talk through all of that. Nice. All right. So we talked about you know, helping people sort of paint the picture. We talked about making sure that the individual pieces make sense. How would you say or what, what would you say that people really need to know about your work? How would you answer that question? I would say that my work is ideal for people who are interested in a fee-only planner and a holistic look of their life. So folks who like that type of method. Uh, so fee-only, meaning um, an advisor who has a fiduciary responsibility and they put your interests first um, and they don't accept compensation based on product sales. And holistic, meaning that opportunity to look at your entire life picture from the financial goals, your cash flow, how are you properly insured or if you are properly insured, uh, tax strategies. The tax law changed in 2018 and people working with the fee-only planner probably had the opportunity to look at tax strategies to get prepared for that change, do different changes like maybe change the allowances on your W-4 or whatever. Um, Saving for your child's education, your estate planning. Sometimes people don't want to think about estate planning when they're younger, but everyone should think about it. And also investment management, if you're properly allocated to reach those goals. So, but it really all starts with the financial goals and what you're wanting your money to do in your life. And how... Obviously, the financial planning process is it can be extremely robust. We talk about incorporating all those different, all those different important elements, and then we talk about all the emotions behind them and the mm-hmm. fears and what people are excited about. Do you find that there's a, a particular part, part of the process that's oftentimes most difficult for people? Is it just getting started? Is it following through on things? Is it opening up and having those conversations? Sometimes it is the opening up part. I mean, because really we don't talk about our in-depth financial situation with our closest friends or our family members. Uh, So that can be a difficult part. Um, Being able to verbalize what your financial goals are, what you really deeply want in life, that can be a difficult part for some people. Um, Or maybe just the beginning part when you have to gather a bunch of information that the financial planner wants to see for analysis. It's like you're buying a home, so many details. Um, so that can be a little overwhelming for people. Yeah, it's, it, that's, it is, it, it can be a cumbersome thing just to gather up all the documents and that can almost make somebody throw up their hands and say, you know what, maybe, maybe the time isn't right or, or I'll, I'll, I'll put this off a little bit. So there's probably opportunities for procrastination at every stage. Um, and, and you mentioned that, that we're not necessarily good at talking about it because we don't talk about it. Uh, maybe it's because we're embarrassed of it or we're shameful about it or we just were raised mm-hmm. not talking about money. You find right. that there's that there's certain ways that you can help people get over those humps of, of having those difficult conversations, or maybe is, is there a topic that's extremely difficult for people within money? Yeah, I try to just make the person feel comfortable, and I like to tell them that this is a non-judgment zone, and it's important for as a financial planner to kind of adapt to the person that you're dealing with. 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> and that's such an important thing. It's, it's non-judgment, but it's also, I'm sure that you, you talk to people from all different walks of life and at different stages of, of, of their lives. So in order to do a good job, you probably really focus on meeting people where they are, for lack of a better term. Exactly. And really, if you can just get the person to talk by asking open-ended questions and listening to them, that allows you to overcome a big hurdle in the beginning. Because the more they talk, the more comfortable they're going to be in the situation. Yeah. Do you find that there are characteristics of 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 maybe a great prospective client for you. They have these things in common. I think someone who is open to advice, uh, somebody who's willing to learn. Um, those are two great characteristics. Um, there are and people who are open to the process. Uh, there are planners out there who will give you advice very quickly, maybe without seeing everything, but we believe that it's a process type of thing, meaning that we have to really understand, take time to understand where you're coming from and knowing where you want to go and take a look at things, analyze things and kind of work through the process. And I, I, I completely agree. I think that those are, are important characteristics of people um, that are going to be successful, probably with money in general, but and then having a professional that they work with. And the idea of being open to advice, I mean, I think sometimes that sounds like a silly thing, but the reality is that not everybody's interested in somebody else's opinion or hearing it or actually doing something about it and then acting on it, are they? That's true. And what folks don't always realize is the way they come to money or the way they approach money usually is developed when they were a child. So the way that you heard money being talked about as a child, if there was a lot of stress in the home about it, et cetera, you bring that into your reality as an adult. So even though a person may realize, hey, I need advice, they may also be struggling with their own money personality as they're trying to seek that advice. Yeah, I think that that's a huge thing. And it's something that we don't talk about enough is, you know, how was money talked about? How was it dealt with in the home? Was it a positive thing? Was it negative? Uh, so I think people really need to consider and think about those things to understand where they are today with money. Exactly. Um, so when, when you're working with people, the, the planning process, I'm sure that you work with people for years and years and years. How do people know if they're on the right track? Ah, well, that's where I help them with that uh, by showing them projections. And I think it's important to be visual with people. So the projection might be in software, it might be an Excel document, et cetera, to help them see if they're on track. Uh, I like to think of it this way. Um, if you get into a car, and you say, I'm just gonna keep driving to wherever I end up, that'd be great. That might be fun for a spontaneous road trip, but it can be a little tragic when you're talking about your money. So that's where the planning process comes into play, where you're kind of like creating a Google map, uh, a financial individual Google map to get you to where you wanna go. 
I think that that's a great way to look at it. I've never thought about that. A road trip can be fun, but probably a better idea to map out where you're going, where you're going to get gas, and you're going to sleep somewhere and eat. That's probably going to make the process a little bit more fun. So <laughs> Exactly. And if you're working with somebody, then you're probably going and talking to them on a regular basis or at least once a year, and you're reviewing those projections, you're reviewing current status, and then you're seeing if you're still on track or if you need to do a little bit more, pull back a little bit, et cetera. What are some, some common pitfalls that you see that, 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 that you kind of, that you work to help people avoid? Uh, being realistic in their planning. For example, if we're talking to a younger client and they're saying, hey, I want to be financially independent um, by the time I'm 50. So kind of talking through, well, are you really saving enough to be financially independent? Uh, Another pitfall would be not saving enough. For example, if someone is making a robust salary, but they're not fully maxing out their 401k, that's a pitfall. That's an issue Um, for someone who may not be making a robust salary, but they have enough that they can put into their 401k so they're at least getting the company match. If they're not doing that, that could also be a pitfall. Uh, And then also something simple. I find that a lot of people are not even aware of how much money they have coming in and that's going out. So often folks want to jump into creating a budget when they haven't taken the time to do due diligence and track what's going on before they create this budget. Got it. I appreciate that. When do you think that people should start thinking about this? Ah, that's a great question, George. Um, Most of us are not taught about money in school, and that's one of the issues I think that we have as a country is the lack of financial literacy. Uh, And then some people think, oh, I have to have a bunch of money to talk to financial advisors. But really, uh, there's no time like the present. It doesn't matter if you're in the early stage, middle stage, or later stage. It's a good time to start thinking about your finances and have somebody help you with the plan. Yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about meeting people where they are. So, you know, it's never too early and probably, well, it's for sure never too early to be thinking about this and, and hopefully never too late. But it just depends, I suppose. So and how, how do you think that people should actually get started? Well, to get started, you should find a financial advisor that you trust. And if you're thinking about, well, how do I find that person? Um there's a little statistic here. There's about 300,000 financial advisors in America, about 83,000 are certified financial planners. So if you're looking for a certified financial planner, uh, you can go to letsmakeaplan.org to find one. If you like the method of the fee-only planner, there's around 10,000 fee-only planners in America. So if you go to NAPA, N-A-P as in Paul, F-A.org, Uh, That stands for the National Association of Personal Financial Advisors. They have a great find an advisor tool where you can find someone near them, near you, that is. So as I said earlier, you want to find somebody that you trust, someone who's credentialed, someone who listens to you and support your goals. But you also want that person to be someone who is not afraid to tell you in a professional way when an action that you're wanting to take 
might take you on some type of off-roading trip may not get you to where you want to be. Yeah, it's so important to be, and that's true in, in any aspect of your life. You don't want just a, a yes person who's going to tell you what you want to hear. You need somebody who's mm-hmm. going to be able to have a difficult conversation with you and maybe, if it's appropriate, create a little bit of attention because that's when probably real change actually happens. So Exactly. That's true. Well, Daphne, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, I would say that it is to give money a name. So is that name going to be emergency fund? Is this bucket over here going to be house down payment fund or financial independence, retirement, kids, college saving? Um, So it's important to give your money a name because it makes that goal more concrete. You can visualize it and really you'll be more motivated to save and on the planner's end, they will know how to properly advise you on the best savings vehicle because how you, how they advise you with an emergency fund is going to be different from how they advise you when it comes to financial independence or retirement. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. And Daphne, <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Thank you so much, George. I really enjoy talking to you and to Savage Nation. Uh, folks can find out more at, about us at pioneerwealth.com um, or find us on Instagram or Twitter at pioneerwealth.com. I can be found on LinkedIn, Daphne Jordan, or Twitter at Daphne Joe. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Daphne your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find them, uh, or rather I will list all the uh, locations that she just mentioned in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Daphne. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, And definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.